It's another episode of the Friday Morning Show, and I'm on with Caleb, and we got a good show packed and ready to go for you guys. Starting off with the MVP race in the NFL, um, holidays that suck, and then we'll kind of see where we go from there. So MVP race, Coral. What, is Patty Mahomes going to snake this from Russell at the end? I think I don't know. I think that just depends on you know how Russ does the rest of the season. Just because the Chiefs, I think right now they have the easiest remaining schedule in terms of you know records. Um, so I think Patty's going to have a lot of opportunities to prove why he's MVP. So it just depends on I think if Russ can keep up. Except uh, Russ was ahead to start the season, like he was, was on a tear. I forgot. I think it was like 19 touchdowns in five games or something like that. Like he was on an absolute tear. Um, but. You know, he kind of cooled off a little bit and had that three interception game uh, against the Cardinals and stuff. So I think it's either it's going to be either Patty or Russell. I don't see any other player sneaking their way in. You know, in, in a normal ideal season, I'd see Christian McCaffrey sneaking his way in, but injuries are really messing with his season. Um, and then, you know, Aaron Rodgers is always in the conversation. Um, but this year, I, you know, I don't think he's done enough to be one of those top two choices. Yeah. And I mean, Early, it was like Russ was a phenom, and the storyline was like, how is this guy never got an MVP vote? Which is kind of stupid because, like, was he better than Lamar last year? No. Was he better no. than Patty the year before? No. Like, you could just run down the list and be like, okay, yeah, he's always good. And if it was like MVP of the decade, yeah, he'd probably win it. But when it's just like in a year, he never is like the best quarterback in that year. Um, Right. And right now, with how bad the Seahawks' defense is, like if he doesn't explode every single day and have the best day, then they're done, and he is put in a hole. That's what happened with the Bills. Like Josh Allen throws for over 400 yards, and I want to say like five or six total touchdowns. Yes, yeah, and like that. Russ can't keep up. Whereas the Chiefs are now in a spot where they have a running game and he can chuck it like 95 yards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like way easier for them. And he's just going to keep looking better and better and better. Um, I do think you're right where it's, it's going to be one of those two probably. Um, even though I'd love to see like Josh Allen get in the mix. Cause he's electric to watch or yeah, somebody absolutely. like that. But those two are kind of where it's at. Um, yeah, because well, I mean, I think that also, you know, with, when it comes out to Josh Allen, um, you know, he's playing for a Bills team that, first of all, had the probably one of the easier schedules to start the season too, um, but also has some, you know, ugly losses. Like they got waxed by the Titans, forty-two to sixteen. You know, like they just got absolutely obliterated. Titans owned them that entire game. And so I think just that Josh Allen, I think that in the future, he has the potential to be that one of those top MVP candidates, but I think he just still has the ways to go just because he has so much to learn and got to clean up the mistakes. You know, he's young, so he's got plenty of time to do that. I just don't think he's MVP caliber quite yet, um, but I definitely see that as potential. And that's the same thing, you know, with, um, with Russell, not necessarily not being good at a young age, but he has, he has to do a little more for sure. And I think at least when it comes to the Seahawks defense, Jamal Adams, like missing is a huge blow to their defense because, you know, obviously he wouldn't make their defense just some, you know, stellar, you know, no fly zone or whatever. Um, you know, it's just, he has the extra, 
the extra player that can make a difference where you can make that, you know, that play they need or something like that. So I think that's, and that's where it comes into play. Whenever I see like the Seahawks uniforms, all I think is like Richard Sherman and they're going to be good at defense. Yeah. And it's weird to see a year where they're not. And there's like certain teams that I think kind of carry a stigma with them in the, in the NFL, like dolphins are always going to be bad. Patriots are always going to be good at finding a way to win. And they, right. oh, they like tried their best to lose to the jets on Monday night. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think the spot where I was like, Josh Allen is that dude was when he stiff armed a D lineman trying, uh, trying to sack him. Yeah. And right. I don't remember. Was it the Titans game? I couldn't tell you what game it was, but he stiff armed a man in the ground. Might have yeah. been a face mask, but it was hilarious. Um, yeah, he, he, you know, Josh Allen has that size too. Like, he's he's a solid, he's a solid he's dude, massive. <laughs> so, like, you know, even having that as an advantage to him, and the fact that he can still be quick too, is could become a real issue here in the next few years. Um. Okay. So now, okay, let's do holidays. All so right. we're gonna go top three. Holidays that Coral and I don't like, why we don't like, and I'll tell you this right now when we were talking before we started recording, it was like twisting his arm trying to get Coral to pick a holiday that he didn't like. He's a big holiday guy. So uh, I'll let you lead off with what you got. Yeah, I mean, one of the main holidays that um, I personally am not a big fan of is Valentine's Day. Um, and that's just purely based on the fact that I just think it's something they take one day out of the year for you to show, you know, your love or your appreciation for whoever your partner may be. And I think that's, uh, I think that's not something that you should have to look forward to. Like you don't get it the rest of the year, you know? So I just very much so see it as a holiday where it's a little bit unnecessary because you shouldn't take that one day. I, I think Valentine's day is just a nightmare, like period. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, no matter what, it's always a disaster just because like if you're in a relationship, like you, for some reason tell each other, no, we're not going to do anything. We're Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then it always becomes a problem. Like it's, you either don't do enough or you do too much and it's never fun. And then when you're single, it just like, it sucks because every, like if you want to hang out with someone, they're like, Oh, it's Valentine's day. It'd be weird. So you can like, it's just right. Valentine's day sucks. It just sucks. The only thing that's good is cheap chocolate the day after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I think it's good for, um, <laughs> my number one pick is going to be shoot. I'll lead with the fastball. I was going to do it last, but I hate Christmas. I hate Christmas so much. Oh man. I, Why? I, uh, and here's the reason why I hate Christmas is more the people who start putting up decorations before Thanksgiving. It drives me nuts. I can't. Oh, that's me. You do that? Oh, dude, I'm ha- we're hell about to decorate our apartment here in the next week or week or two. You gotta wait after Thanksgiving. Like, no, dude. dude. What do you mean, no? It's the Thanksgiving. Holy Spirit, man. Thanks. I think Thanksgiving is the best holiday because I love chaos. So Thanksgiving is amazing. Chaos and food is just what Thanksgiving is, and it's the best. Also, pumpkin pie is the greatest dessert of all time. There's no changing my mind on that. I don't – I mean I don't disagree, but I I, I think that pumpkin pie is hit or miss for me. Like it has to be made the right way. Like you know the Costco pumpkin pies, those massive ones? 
I've, I've never gotten one now. Oh, dude. Actually, the secret to pumpkin pie is every pumpkin pie is good if you put enough uh, whipped cream on top. That's all you got to do. But okay. Christmas is a nightmare because you got to make sure you go perfect size with the gift. You got to get gifts for everyone. Christmas is a problem. See, I guess for me, the reason why I don't, it's not that I love the holiday specifically itself. It's more of like the environment and I guess climate, if you want to use that word. Um, I just, the holiday feel for me is just, that's where it's at. I'll give you that. I do like the snow. I do uh, like yeah, the snow. I'm, oh, I hate snow. But. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Pick number two. Fuck. Um, I don't know. You know, part of me also, you know, is... I guess you could say I'm neutral on Halloween, but there's some years where I really hate it. Um, I just think some Halloween traditions are a little kind of stupid. Um, but that's, that's just, you know, judgmental me. I'm um, just being a dick, but you know, there are some years where I love it too. And I want to dress up like this year. I was really excited on in a, in a really unfortunate year, but you know, I was Dwight true. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I had a blast, you know, that is fair. You had a good time. I mean, I'm well on the record with that. I just can't stand Halloween. I think it is yeah, a stupid pagan holiday and we should not celebrate scaring people. I don't, I don't like to be scared. I don't <laughs> appreciate being scared. Oh, that's why. That's if why you want to, if you want to throw your, your uh, costume and like chill and drink. I love that. That's why the best holiday St. Patrick's day, because you can throw on, Anything with green on it, get fucked up, and it's so much fun. I love St. Patrick's Day. Halloween is just like uh, sickos that want to like scare children and me because I'm scared like children, and I don't I don't appreciate that. Not, yeah, I, feel not like it, I feel like it, if I scared you, you'd be that one that would just scream like a little bitch. Yeah, and then probably hit <laughs> I mean, there's actually – I'll tell a quick story. So uh, at the dairy where I work, you uh, so you get in your truck and then you pull it around to like um, load all the milk and stuff in it. And apparently around Halloween, uh, one of the relief drivers who would like come and run around if somebody called in sick had the day off. Okay. And he hid in the back of like a couple of different people's trucks, which it's dark back there. With a he had a full clown costume. And he would like sit back there and wait till you noticed him. Okay. Um, the guy who treated me, Brian, is a sicko. And so when the guy – when he turned around and saw him, didn't even react, he asked me if this guy did it to me. And I was like, no, because if he did, he would have been dead because that is – you don't do that. I hate clowns. <laughs> don't fucking do that shit. It's the worst. Emotions – I won't even do the motion sensor right again. Um, Wait, so let, let me let me get this straight then. So you've never seen like any of the It movies? Yeah, I've seen It. I fucking hated It. I didn't watch It too. <laughs> three hours. I'm like, yeah, two I, was kind of garbage. Yeah. Two, yeah, two was booty, but no. In like the first 15 minutes of the the first It, I was like, oh, I'm gonna hate this. It was awesome. Loved that. <laughs> like, I actually like horror movie wise. I think Saw is a good horror. Like the first Saw was a good horror movie. Oh, so you After, like the cheesy horror movies. That, how is Saw, like the original Saw, cheesy? Bro, it's just like Jaws. Like, you, like looking back, it's just you can just tell just how bad of production it really was. I mean, 
Yeah, it was just a- obviously obviously generational in different decades, you know, different technology. But still, it's, I don't get as much joy out of that. Like I just know it's not, you know, how fake it really is. Also, I think it was saw. I can't even. T- I think it was like saw three or four had Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park in it. Yeah, that was sick. Um, but yeah. yeah, they eventually got to like that like torture porn kind of level. But whatever. Yeah. I like Saw. Um, let me think of my second holiday that I hate. Um, we've kind of done like the two big ones. Um, Arbor Day. I fucking hate Arbor Day. I like. I just pulled that one out of my ass. I just think it's a dumb holiday. <laughs> I like. I like the idea of it. But come on, Tree Day. Let's come on. We already have tree Earth day. day. We don't need to do Tree Day too. Stupid. Like Arbor Day. What the hell is that? Oh, I feel that. I feel Labor Day. I just think that's stupid. <clears throat> like, you know, they take one day to, in a way, you know, recognize labor workers and stuff like that. Like, all right. So you're just going to take a random Monday for it. I, I just think it's just so unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, Labor Day, maybe I'm just like, I don't know. It's one of those things like, like maybe if I knew the purpose behind it, but I don't. So Labor Day just is like, yeah, it's a day off for like federal workers. Um, so yeah, I just like don't really, really, <laughs> I don't get the point of Labor Day. It's the same thing with Arbor Day, where it's like this is stupid. Um, yeah, no, definitely. And like we also Labor Day is just one of those holidays where you're just first. Your first question is why, um, but it's you know it's mainly just to recognize like labor workers and stuff like that. And I just think that. Just like having a holiday just for that, it's, I don't know. It's just to me, it just doesn't make sense. Exactly, exactly. Okay, third and final pick. And um, to Tuffy, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Easter. I, okay. It's, this is going to be a tough sell. Let me think of how I'm going to sell how much I hate Easter. It's off a lot of religious people out there. <laughs> I mean, and I've hit two religious <laughs> holidays and I've hit one non uh, well, we've all, I hit Halloween hard, so don't worry. I don't just hate Christians. <laughs> I also hate pagans. We're cool, guys. Easter starts cool with like the Easter egg hunt. Love those. But dying eggs is a nightmare. I hate it. The dinner is just um, like diet Thanksgiving. Like get that out of here. And growing up in my family, which was Catholic – Easter means you had to go to church. Church is the worst as a kid. Nobody likes going to church as a kid. So Easter, no, that's my third one. Um, I could honestly, like, what it like, I could run down a list of like every (laughs) day and just be like, that sucks. With the exception of, like I said, St. Patrick's day, which is amazing. College basketball, the rankings come out. And I cannot be happier where Michigan State is ranked right now. Like, it's the perfect spot. Have you looked at the AP polls for uh, college basketball yet? Yeah, so, yeah, what, what's Michigan State at? They're at 13? Yes, which is perfect. And let me tell you why, Coral. Why if we're that? top five, we stink. We will drop games to nobodies all year. And then we get in the tournament, and we got maybe two, three rounds. We don't go that deep. If we're outside of the top 25, that's a phantom. That doesn't happen. Nowhere. I don't. I can't remember the last time we weren't ranked before the season started. But yeah, 
But after like six and back, that's when we go on just a run for that's like when we start late in March and final four is so I'm guaranteeing a final four appearance for the Spartans this week or like this year. Really? Final Guar- four? Guarantee with Izzo and his son on the team. Oh. Okay, dude, his son is not that good. So he's not really going to do a whole lot this year. And who, who's the, the best player? What, Josh Langford? Like, yeah. Besides that, you guys don't have the talent to go that deep, man. You – you're just missing like the biggest thing is we have we have Izzo. It doesn't matter. We don't need. I have a Travis Trice jersey up in my closet right now. It looks amazing. Was Travis Trice looked at as like a top twenty five prospect before the year started? No. Did they still go to the national championship? Yes. So like, yeah, how'd that turn out? It doesn't matter. Once you get to the national <laughs> championship, you can celebrate that. Who, who do you like? Probably the fucking – probably like Duke. Probably a no. big Grayson Allen guy. I mean I, I was a big Grayson Allen guy, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not a Duke basketball fan. Um, I've just been following them for years ever like ever since J.J. Redick was there. Like I have a J.J. Redick jersey. Like I'm just a big fan of the players that come through there, and you forget who, who Duke has in Coach K and the greatest coach of all time. Um, uh, I... Oh, shut the hell up. Don't even try me. Mm. But, I mean, I mean, besides that, like Kansas is always going to do something and they're what ranked six this year. Like, and there's some of those teams also that may sneak up on you. Like Florida state is going to be good this year. They're going to make some, they're going to surprise some people. They're preseason ranked 21. I bet you by, I don't know, probably the 11th, 12th week of college basketball, they will be top five. And so, you know, there's other teams out here. Obviously, March Madness, you never know. Like, anyone, you know, can guarantee any team's spot in the Final Four. But when it comes down to it, it's just so up in the air. And it's all about riding streaks and stuff like that and matchups and which side of the bracket you're in. Like, if there's so many different, you know, factors that go into it to where it's, you know, <clears throat> I, want, I, want to, I would like to meet someone who predicted the national championship winner before the season. I'm telling you right now. Duke, Kentucky, and Kansas are all great before the tournament, and then in the tournament something happens where they can't make it. Like they, all three of them, never make it to the Final Four. Duke drops early, second round. Kentucky finds a way to lose in the Elite Eight, and then Kansas is just—I mean, I, I, honestly, I watched Glory Road too many times as a kid to where <laughs> I just can't respect Kansas. Like a Kansas. I feel that. Ah, get them out of here. I like, feel that. They've got that guy. What's his name? Baron. Oh, what's his real name? The Kansas, Who? the Kansas coach um, in Glory Road. Oh the, oh, the Kansas coach? Fuck, I don't yeah. know. I know the, the Kentucky coach was um, Adolph, Adolph Rupp, but I'm not sure about Kansas. Adolph Rupp. It's Kentucky? Oh, yeah, Adolph, shit. Adolph Rupp's, Adolph Rupp's Kentucky, dog. I thought they played can in the in Glory Road. I thought they played Kansas. Did they play Kentucky? They played Kentucky. They beat Kansas, um, and I think it was the Final Four or so. Yeah, they beat Kansas. Remember, it was like that. Fu- oh, like five, stepped five on the line. Times. Yeah, yeah. Stepped on the line. Okay. But um, Which, what I was saying about Michigan State was that okay. So you 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 want to compare Michigan State and Duke Final Four appearances? Yeah. Oh my God! Here we go. Yeah, that's what I thought. Michigan State Final Four appearances, appearances, 2009, 2010, 2015, 
Duke had also was 2009, 2010, and 2015. They just weren't 2019. So, oh, so they're not State, as good. Wash you know, so one more Final Four appearance? Like, come on. They, they've also had their fair share of shit in the bed. Like, what, what was that upset? They, they, the upset when they got upset a couple of years ago? I don't want to talk about Middle Tennessee. I don't yeah, want to do it. Dude, I don't want to talk on, about man. Middle Tennessee. Listen to me. I was in no, Alsworth. No, what was? Dude, hold on. Reggie ahead, Upshaw, Reggie Upshaw absolutely fucked the entire Spartans team up, dude. Like, that man is built to be a running back, and he was out there just saying, Denzel Valentine, you're not shit, and 15 seed beating the two seed. Obviously, Duke has been a two seed as well and also lost to a 15 seed, but you can't say Michigan State's any better. Is those any better when he's done the same shit Coach K has? It just happens. It's college basketball. But here's what, ha- here's what the difference is. One, Michigan State has – Probably the best jerseys, uh, NCAA men's basketball. Oh, that diarrhea green. Get the fuck out of here. Diarrhea. Wait, how is your, your diarrhea? Don't worry about it, dude. Same thing. <laughs> okay. I've never heard it named diarrhea green, but get out of here. Let's look at the top 25 and just see how many fucking boring ass programs were like, we want blue and white Villanova three Duke, Kentucky, Creighton. UNC, UCLA, kinda. So you've got what? One, two, three, four, five, six, Gonzaga, seven, and Kansas throws a little bit of red in there and says they're different, but they're really not. So that's eight teams that have blue and white as their main color. Get out of here with like, you guys aren't, you could see a Creighton jersey and a Duke jersey. If it doesn't have the main logo on it, you'd think they are the exact same. That's absolutely false. Completely false. He looks dumb. Your Spartan has a dumbass helmet. What do you mean? Uh, my Spartan kicks ass, dude. I'm he sure he does. I'm sure, I'm sure he kicks ass with that foam sword. Yeah, dude. It's actually, uh, yeah, okay. It's a foam sword, whatever. You got, you got a tail, dude. I don't want to hear about it. You fucking, you look like a furry. Uh, <laughs> Virginia ranked way too high at four. I agree. Um, Gonzaga, I don't know. Gonzaga's a team that they always you choke. Bracket, you're like, Gonzaga's going to be good every year. I don't know what it is about them. You're just like, that's a cool name. They're going to be good. Baylor at two is weird. I like. Are we yeah, sure Baylor's that good? Yeah, see, I, I agree. I'm, I'm at that part. Like, where, like, to me, it's weird, but it's not totally like that far-fetched. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm curious to see how Baylor does this year. Um, it, it, it's definitely going to be interesting because, they, you know, they're not a basketball school. Um, you know, years past, they've, they've been solid. You know, they've been just like three, two, three, four seed in March Madness, stuff like that. But, you know, they can never do shit. So I'm curious this year, them being this, you know, ranks this high and only one point behind Gonzaga for the top spot. Like, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious how it's going to play out. Also, Iowa ranked that high. I was ranked yeah. five, which is not like, I mean, like Wisconsin, I could see as a team being ranked at seven. Iowa is just not a big 10 team that I'm like, oh yeah, they're really good at basketball. Yeah, but dude, Luca Garza, come on. You cannot talk shit on Luca Garza. That man is so filthy. Yeah, but. No, there's no yeah, but like he is. He is one of the like most well-rounded players in college basketball and especially, you know, being a senior this year, he came back, he's ready to ball out. He averages 
for his career with them, he averages just 21 and six a game. And he, this year he's, he's going to be, you know, a wooden award contender this year as well. Like he's going to carry this team pretty damn far. All I'm saying is he's no Steven Izzo. That's all I'll say. Anyone is a Steven. I'm not Steven Izzo. Fuck out of here. Have you been watching the masters at all? I did not watch any today. Um, I did see, um, I've, I've been like, I've been tracking it and stuff. I've just been working all day. So I didn't get a chance, but I saw, you know, Paul Casey had himself a day. When he shot, what, yeah, 65. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad Tiger played well because um, I was, I mean, I was going to bet this morning just like a, you know, $20, $30 bet just for the fuck of it, just to bet on Tiger to win it with that, at those odds and stuff. Um, but I, I'm broke as hell, so I didn't have the money to do that. But I'm really excited to see how well Tiger's doing. Um, shooting a 68 first round. I mean, you know, it's especially being at Augusta, that's a tough-ass course. So I think it's a good sign for him, and especially with how the wind was today too. Yeah, the wind was crazy, and I love to see Tiger do well. I really love to see Brooks Kepka do amazing, and I hate to see Bryson DeChambeau succeed in any way. You don't like him? No, Bryson DeChambeau's a nerd. (laughs) Like, he hits bombs, but he's so, like, him freaking out on a cameraman, I'm never going to let that go. That was so annoying. No, that's fair. That's fair. Like, yeah, that. And then I think Brooks is cool. So he's always trying to fight Brooks. Can't stand for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I also love seeing, you know, the, the emergence of John Ram or Ram or however you pronounce his last name. Like, seeing him, you know, in the past year or two really come onto the scene and, you know, shoot a 69 first round of the Masters. And so it's it's also nice to see some of these bigger names near the top just because you know, I feel like in the in the past few major tournaments, it's been some, you know, underdogs or some guys sneaking up there. Like, there was that one dude – forgot what, what tournament it was, if it was the PGA or what, but he was like that 21-year-old from like Japan or whatever. Uh, I've actually, yeah, it was, it was Japan. And he just came out of nowhere and just took that shit. And so I, I just think it's, for me, it's a bit of a relief here seeing some of these bigger names, like with Tiger, Lee Westwood, Justin Thomas, Webb Simpson, Paul Casey, like players like that being at the top, uh, I enjoy Ricky Fowler. So I agree, I agree. Uh, just like the the household names of golf, seeing yeah. them succeed, it's always fun. Um, okay, bets for this weekend. Who you got? Shit, man. This this weekend, you know, I'm without my Chiefs, so That's true. I'm gonna focus more on these other games. But um, I don't know. I think out of the, some of the bigger games, uh, Seahawks Rams are playing Sunday afternoon. I think I think the Rams may give you know the the Seahawks yet another loss. Um, and a, yet another loss in the division, which doesn't bode well for the end of the season when it comes down to, you know, basically Cardinal Seahawks. Now that Garoppolo's out and stuff, it's going to be Cardinal Seahawks. It's, it's going to be the two that are going to win the division, unless the Rams sneak in there. But um, And then I think it's going to be really fun to watch um, Ravens Patriots Sunday night. You know, you got Lamar versus Cam in, in Foxborough. Ravens have been playing. Um, like decent lately, but they've also, um, you know, kind of cooled off from how they started the season. Um, Ravens so, are going to wipe the floor with the Patriots. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go like that, man. I, I think don't. you're crazy. They're at minus six and a half on the spread right now. And I think they're going to cover that like threefold. Like I guarantee yeah. that, that spread goes uh, up. I bet you Patriots cover the spread. Cam can't throw. Cam Dude. cannot throw. Do not. I'm tired of people sleeping on Cam Newton, dude. Stop. Just you wait. Just sleep. wait and see. He can barely beat the Jets. What, oh he, my he God, dude. Ravens. What are you talking about? What are we dude, talking stop. about? Stop. Stop. Just, just wait. Just wait. I, you know, I don't, I don't need to 
Um, explain myself. I just need everyone to witness Cam on, on Sunday night primetime. I'm taking the Ravens. You can take the bats <laughs> all you want. I'm taking the Ravens. They're going to wipe them. Um, but besides Ravens. that, all the other games aren't them any other exciting. I mean, I guess Bill's Cardinals would be fun to watch. I, was um, gonna I, say, Bill's I think Cardinals, are, I think Cardinals are taking that. I think Broncos Raiders is going to be awesome from the second half on because for some reason Broncos can't wake up in the first half for the fourth quarter. They are incredible. So, um, can't wait to watch the Broncos play half a game on Sunday. That'll be a lot of fun for me. I won't lose my mind at the TV. I promise. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, that's part of being a Broncos fan, man. Sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Panthers Bucks, I think will be a good game, especially with Christian McCaffrey back. Um, yeah, boy, um, I I think I think Bucks are taking that. I, I think, think Tom pissed off. I think the Bucks have to take that. You got murdered by the Saints. If you like, they have to show up and like blow the doors off the Panthers, or else people are going to start talking about a was it the best idea to add a B. And I think it was an awesome idea. I think it's a win-win situation. Yeah, I think it was a great idea. But can't lose in the division back-to-back games after you sign a new wide receiver, which I know he like maybe he doesn't impact the game that much. But and the thing that we're not talking about is Tom Brady got, was like getting flattened against the Saints. Yeah, so his uh, I had a night. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, with that too, you know, with, with the Bucks and stuff, I just, Tom Brady's a competitor, you know, he's the GOAT, and he just, he's coming off the biggest loss of his career, and I think that he just be fueled, like, he's not, he's not putting up with this shit, and I think also it helps, you know, AB, after being out for, how was that, like a year since he played that one game with the Patriots, year and a half, or whatever that was, um, you know, just having him now have that game under his belt. He didn't play terrible. He was targeted like six times, I think, and caught three balls for 30-something yards. So, like, he still, you know, he still, he did most most of what they, they asked him to. And so I just think that him having that game under his belt, Tom within his mindset, that talent they have in that offense, they have now with A.B., if A.B. plays like even half of what he normally would, that's the best receiving core in the league. And add in two running backs with a Leonard Fournette and a Ronald Jones, also with the defense. Like, that team has all the pieces, and so I think this is kind of a – it's going to fuel them. And I think, you know, they're going to – because they have their bye week coming up in, after, like, the next three games or so. So I think they're going to go firing into that because they played the Chiefs right before their bye week too. So I just I, think that it's going to be fun. I love how <laughs> – this is the second time you've come on and we've talked, and – Every single time we name a different uh, best receiver core in the league. <laughs> like yeah. Last time it was the Panthers. This time, yeah. well, we'll just keep it in the NFC South. Next time it'll be the Falcons because Julio Jones is still amazing. And Calvin um, Ridley, dude, don't sleep on that man. Calvin Ridley, who hasn't been catching passes, I think he did against the Broncos, which that doesn't count. That's a preseason what do you game. Mean? He he's been injured, dude. He is going off this year. Like he is having himself a year. Like right now, the way he's playing, he is. The wide receiver one on that team, like on the depth no. chart, it's, no, on the depth chart it's Julio, but in terms of what he's doing for that team, dude, Calvin Ridley is having himself a season. 
How you're not respecting Julio is going to drive me nuts. No, dude, I've been a big Julio fan ever since he came into the league. Trust me, I'm a big Julio fan. But that doesn't mean I can't recognize that Calvin Ridley is playing like the wide receiver one this year. He just is. And that's just how it is. And it's no knock on it. It's nothing that Julio's doing or not doing. It's just Calvin Ridley's being targeted more, and he's running his routes better at times. And so... Man, whatever. I'm not kidding. We're going to agree to disagree on this one because you're wrong and I'm right. So, okay, man. Um, We'll close out. Shout out your Twitter real quick. Yeah, just for everyone that that has an interest in following a sports Twitter. Um, My tweet, as I said, when I was on a couple weeks ago on this podcast, um, it's just my handle is at ccornell95. Um, I post parlays and bets and stuff like that and just share my general opinion. And uh, I'm going into sports journalism. I'm going to get my master's in that. So just all the, you know, all the love I'd really appreciate, all the traction I can get, I would appreciate, um, you know, just spread the word. Hell yeah. And on top of that, your, like, follow-up posts on your parlays – have been killing me because every single time I like feel for you. Cause it's like Robert Tanyan to get a touchdown <laughs> doesn't hit. And I'm like, Oh, bro. like that. But like, yeah, like what pissed me off most about that was the fact that Aaron Rodgers had four passing touchdowns and not one could go to Tanyan. Like I'll even take three to Devonte and one to Tanyan, but zero, he threw yeah. to like, like three other no namers. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. And so that definitely bothered me. And then the other, other one was I needed the lions to win. Cause I, you know, I believed in Matt Stafford, but made a mistake. Yeah. You did the wrong thing. You can never trust the Lions. I've watched too many Thanksgiving Day games on my great-grandmother's couch to see the ton- the fucking the Lions. It's like a soap opera every Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're, they're playing well. Oh, no, they're going through some adversity. Oh, no, it gets worse. Lions lose. Love it. Every single time. It's my favorite show to watch on Thanksgiving. It's, it's ridiculous, man. I just thought, you know, playing the Vikings with a really shitty D, like, he couldn't, like, he just couldn't do shit. It pissed me off, so... That was a rough one, but yeah, lately I've been so damn close. It's been one, one, you know, one team off on my parlays. Dude, I did the exact same thing this last week. It drives me nuts every single time. It like, without fail, I'll hit, 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 miss on one, and I'm like, damn it, should have mm-hmm. just left that one off. Not fun at all. But um, thanks for coming on, man. Again, uh, Twitter is at c cornell ninety five two L's. Two C's, 95. Have a good one, man. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. We'll see you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of the Friday Morning Show. Make sure to subscribe so you get notifications every time a new episode is posted. Also, check out the gspot.squarespace.com. I posted a couple new blogs this week. Um, Thought they were pretty funny. Hope you enjoy them. And follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, at DE Mattman 44. My birthday is coming up Monday and I'm taking next Friday off work. So there should be some fun stories. We'll see what happens. But till the next time, have a great week, everybody. And I'll see you on the next one.